I think we all know if we're honest with ourselves, we believe that we suffer for our virtue and we are punished by some kind of unfair circumstances. This is something I've been forced to explore a lot lately because I'm coming up on the anniversary of me losing my mind in 2017. And I don't know if it's the weather, I don't know if it's just the Ides of March, but something always feels different around this time of year. But this is the best time, and I'll tell you why. On my desk right now is an essay I wrote in 2018 that is very funny. And I just recorded an audio version of it that I'll have to do a number of times before it's ready. But I did that. Next to that is my script. The first chapter of my sci-fi limited series. I have an office. I have my computer right in front of me. I have my camera gear out because I've been using it to film. I have a pencil behind my ear and I have chalk on my forearms. That's a metaphor. (laughs) I always like pointing them out because I'm working. And there's a lot of judgment that could go into my belief of where I am right now in my life. And I'm sure there's a lot of judgment that you could put on yourself. But are your hands dirty? Are you tired at the end of the day? Does your world look like it is the world of a person in action? If it does, you're all right. This is psychotherapy, and I am the one the villagers call Jet Dunlap. If you will, please permit me, reach out your hand, grab mine, and together, let's walk down the psychopath. Hello, my wonderful psycho class. How are you today? You doing well? It's been a time since I've talked to you. For you, it may have been 10 seconds ago. Just one track went to the next one. For me, it was a little longer, although I had been feeding the uh, electronic beast that is my recorder. And that's going to pay off soon because there are some exciting things going on in the psycho world. The psycho universe, actually. So kind of like how Marvel has a universe. Psychotherapy is about to have a thing called Psycho News. And some other stuff. Psycho Network, which I don't know, I might have to change up because that's probably something. (laughs) So I've looked at you a little bit, but uh, I've already recorded the first Psycho News. And I also have a guest speaker on one of my episodes that is in the can, as they call it in the business of show. Just now, I had what would be a unique experience for a person, but something that I happen to be an expert in. Last year, after the pandemic hit, I talked to Gina about how I wanted to go back to school and finish my degree. This is not a cheap thing. This is not an easy decision for us. And with the severity of my dyslexia, it is a very difficult thing. I was talking to Gina the other day because I was writing an essay on dyslexia, which is one of the most unbelievable acts in futility and maybe one of the coolest, most meta things ever. I told her that I can't spell the words on my tattoo that's on my right forearm. 
says louder and funnier. I know what it says, but I can't spell louder and I can't spell funnier. I can spell the and part, no problem, but they use a symbol on my arm. And that is the kind of dyslexia I have. Everyone says they're a little dyslexic because they're lazy or they're tired, or maybe they do have a little bit of dyslexia. My dyslexia has kept me from many opportunities in life because I cannot pass your test. You've heard that old chestnut. So when I say that it was a hard decision for my wife and I for me to go back to school, I mean it. She has to prove all my work, and uh, there's a lot of writing. So we're going to do school when the semester starts, and that happens to be when we're on vacation, when we're out of town, when we're in Mammoth for our one-month-long trip. So I'm up there finding Wi-Fi near McDonald's that's closed, Starbucks, anywhere I can suck my vampire teeth into the nectar of free Wi-Fi. I need your Wi-Fi. That's if Bella Lugosi was uh, sucking Wi-Fi. Another little treasure you get out of this limitless voice guy. <laughs> Impressionist? Yeah. Uh, it was interesting and it was exciting because school started in an environment that was so beautiful. I'm outside on my laptop and I can see all the hills of the Sierras. We come back. I keep doing school. Now it's almost been a year. Started taking a class from a guy named Ron when I was in the mountains, he's a writer. He's a screenwriter. He's written a couple of movies you've heard of. Uh, one of them is SWAT, the film with LL Cool J and um, Colin Farrell. So great teacher, really dug taking his class, took writing, and now I'm taking another class by him. So make a long story longer, this morning I woke up. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, I woke up. This isn't some kind of long form dream and I look at my phone and there's a message. I have my phone on do not disturb because I do not want to be disturbed. And it's from my teacher. He's never reached out to me in text. It's a very long text and I can't read when I wake up. <laughs> so it's a good thing that's not something I have to do. You know, like if I was driving a spaceship or something in sci-fi movies, it seems like the screen comes on, but now they're mostly voice. You know, a lot of those old spaceships are voice. That's fine. I can do that. So maybe I could command a spaceship. And that's the point of this episode get some coffee in me, get my medicine in me. And um, I read his text and he wants me to do his class today. He's teaching another writing class, a class I took before. He has this idea that he wants me to play a character, some guy I make up. And he wants me to have a name and he wants me to have a picture. And he asked for all this and he's like, and the class starts at three. I get this message at like 10 something. This is in the AM because we're not jumping through time, just to clear that up. I want to say no, because I treat Jet with a certain amount of decorum, and it is improper to ask me to do something very quickly when I'm not ready for it. So, tough, tough on you, my friend. But I said yes. Okay, fine. I felt like saying yes. It's just one of those things in the entertainment industry, helping people out is usually a good thing. So he keeps wanting more and more detail. He's like, what's the guy's name? <laughs> and I'm like, I can send you pictures of me as a character, like with a mustache and you guys remember the beard and everything. It's on the show cover. But that's not what I look like now. So when I jump on your Zoom class tonight and you introduce me as this person who I'm supposed to play, I'm not going to look like him. Now, I'm walking around today. I already have things to do. The semester is starting to crunch down in my University of Arizona school and my three classes from College of the Canyons where I go. So I'm very, very busy. I had no plans 
to work with anyone today. I was planning on doing a little filming. It's also St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day to you today. You can still do impressions like that and make fun of leprechauns because that group is not offended. That is just how it is with some groups. So I'm here to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I'm not celebrating St. Patrick's Day. It's uh, Gina's dad's birthday, and so I'll have to go over there for dinner. (laughs) In-laws. I digress. So, I'm told by Ron, it's a new impression I'm working on, told by Ron that I have to do this class. And I say, Ron, stop giving me so much background. This doesn't help me. It makes it harder. And so he says nothing. He doesn't care. I go for a run. I got to make sure I get my story straight because this is a, uh, what do they call those things? Interrogation. So I go for a run first. Story straight. I take a shower. Did you need to know that? You definitely did. I toweled off. How's that going? Uh, I did my hair. I didn't like, you know, it didn't take a lot of work, but then I walked over with my feet. Is this too much detail? I sat down with my legs. My legs aren't what sat, but that's what got me there. And I jump on at 315. Now I'm wearing a denim shirt because the pictures I sent to Ron were my old mustachioed self. And I had a plaid shirt on, you know, just how I hang. It's how I look when I'm out in the mountains during my summertime. And so I kind of want to play that up a little bit. So I'm wearing a, a denim shirt. I've told you that twice now. So lucky you. And I'm waiting. 312 is around when I get on. He said 315. Be there on 315. Shouldn't take any longer than eight to 10 minutes but he's a show business guy even though he's a cool dude and a professor and nice and i like him and he's a great teacher especially when it comes to writing 315 quickly turns into 345 345 jumps into what's a time reference that would be interesting 401 what no it didn't go back in time you dyslexic idiot what are you thinking uh no no that's not back in time good god man 315 turns into 402. That's more interesting. I'm still sitting here in my stupid shirt. I had his class yesterday for three hours. I had a class the day before that for four hours. I'm exhausted. I've had enough of sitting in front of screens. Plus, my internet has been acting up. (laughs) And I don't even know if my internet's going to stay on. Because coincidentally, yesterday, during his class that I take, the one I was referring to about film, I took his writing class last semester... My internet went down and I had to listen to his entire class and it was horrible because it was student films and then trailers, movie trailers. So I'm listening only without any visuals. So I'm done. But he has me waiting. By the time I get on, an hour, folks. An hour. You know what that is? Oh yeah, one hour. That's no good and I don't like it. No reason for the sound effect other than the fact that I enjoyed it. Yeah, an hour. Well, uh, uh. Then he finally said, he said before he was going to bring out a slide. He changes the whole thing on the fly. I go by the name of Taylor Hunt. This is my character. That's actually a guy who used to work for me, a friend of mine. And I guess I'm a bit of a cowboy. And I start writing my mental story. Now, Ron knows there's going to be a lot of improv. So even though I'm an actor, he's just lucky that I have that experience because actors are not notoriously good at improv So here's the part that started this entire conversation that we're having right now from the beginning of the episode. This is the part where my life in this world is very different from yours. So he is bringing me on because I am a fast liar. A liar. I use lies to tell stories during this thing. 
So Ron's there in class and he's going through his little spiel. Let's say you're this character. Let's say you're that character. Explaining to writers how to develop good characters, eccentricities, all this stuff. Think of the people you like in movies and TV and their characteristics. So he's explaining that. And then he says, let's just say I made up a character right now. Let's say his name is Taylor Hunt, just for example. And then he brings me on. He goes, actually, Taylor's here, which is a bit theatrical, pretty good for a writer. And he and I talk for another 20 minutes about my life. He asked me about my father. He asked me about my siblings. He asked me about my childhood, if I moved around a lot. He asked me about my emotion. He asked me if I have any regrets about life. He asked me if I have any weaknesses. And I had it. I had it all. Taylor Hunt, incidentally, the one that I created, is kind of like a Red Bull-driven adventure photographer who puts his life at risk to live on the edge. Point break, if that guy was a photographer. And I went through it the whole time, and I nailed it. And even people in class who were writing on the chat side of Zoom, if you know Zoom, I'm sorry, but you know, there's a chat side. Some of them recognized me and I didn't break character. I didn't say hi to them. And even until I ended the call, I didn't break character. So it was an interesting thing. It was an odd thing to just go through a class where I was supposed to be someone else. Here is what ties into the episode. I know how to do that. I've taught myself how to become a character. I took improv, I took acting, but here's where I really learned it. Spirituality. What I've learned to do is disidentify with myself at my best moments. There's still moments where I'm forced into the skin that I exist in, but most of the time I'm able to inhabit whatever I need to. And that's really how we should live. There's someone I'm working with right now who their entire life They've been after one goal. And they have everything they need to be that person. They are overstudied. They're overqualified. If they went into this business, they'd be one of the best. And they haven't. And I said to them, everything you've done up until this point has brought you to where you are this moment. So, clearly, you have to be something else. It's not just doing something else. Because if it was doing something else, I bet you've done it. This person has. They've done everything that they can think of and everything that their previous therapist could think of, and it hasn't worked to get them to what they believe they're here on this planet for. And they're getting older every day just like everyone else is. You know me as Jet Dunlap. A long time ago on Planet Krypton, I was known by another name. I had a lot of acne. As a matter of fact, my first girlfriend, when she was describing me to another person... They said, oh, you mean that guy with all the acne? That's who I was. Not only did I have a lot of acne, but I also was the worst student. That guy wasn't going to bring me the lifestyle I wanted, and it wasn't going to marry someone like Gina. I don't even know if it's okay to say today that I wanted to be romantically involved with a very beautiful woman. Does that make me the devil? And Gina and I have been together for a long time, and that has been the least of her positive attributes, but it's definitely something that attracted me to her. Now people will deny that. They'll say, oh yes, I saw that person's personality from across the room, or I was online and I saw, wow, that face and body is a great personality. I'm not lying to you. She was beautiful. She took my breath away, like that song, take my breath away. I don't know how it goes. Now Gina and Chris have confessed to me that they hate that I sing on the show. And uh, let me tell you, I do not care. So yeah, you've heard the Gina and Jet story. 
before I even turned around, I knew she was the one. But I had to be the guy to have that kind of life. To be attractive to a woman like her, there were a lot of things I had to work on. And so there's Jed. Like a phoenix from the turbines of an aircraft, I arose. Jet was not a name I made up. I can't remember a time where I wasn't known as Jet in some way by my family. My mom doesn't know if it was her who named me or my Uncle John, but it was like when I was four or five. I've done this many times. I was a corporate guy, and then I was doing background acting for $68 a day. I've been and done whatever I need to to satisfy the thing I'm going into. I'm not saying that's easy. I know reinvention is difficult. But let me ask you if this other thing's easier. You're born. You do your thing. You move out of the house. And you know you want to have a life that is XYZ. You get a job. You have to. You got to pay the bills. Rent ain't free. And you don't have any of those rich parents like those jerks do. No judgment. So you slog through life. And even though you have this passion, this dream, every day it becomes less and less important. And like time through the hourglass, you progress slowly into the future. But that doesn't go away. Where did that come from? I think it comes from the same place talent does. I think it comes from another life or beyond this place. And I think that we're supposed to exercise it. And I think it's going to be more difficult for some and some it's not going to be difficult for at all. The person I was talking about earlier, the one I'm working with, for that individual, and whenever they'd even dip their feet into this world they're trying to go into, it's been so easy. And that may have been one of the problems. That business wants this person. That could be you. You could try whatever it is you're trying. You could paint a picture. I don't know. Whatever it is you're after. And day one, you could be one of the most important people in that industry. It's happened. Google it. (laughs) No one wins the lottery, but someone does every day. Lots of places. I'm not saying I play the lottery. What I'm saying is the impossible happens all the time. And the fact that that is such a cliche thing You know how I feel about cliches. I do not like them. So I'll press a button and see if that represents my dislike. It doesn't. But I don't like them, but it's true. Miracles happen every day. Things that cannot be explained happen every day. We choose not to believe in them when it is convenient for our sadness. Let that brew in your brewer. I reinvented myself, but what was easy about that? Nothing. Has it brought me everything I want in life? Is this show nationally syndicated? Am I getting paid millions of dollars to help folks like you? Am I a professional actor, screenwriter, or director? I am not. But I haven't quit. Because I believe that voice inside of me, and I know you know that I'm thinking about a real voice. Hey, Jet. Well, maybe it's Chris Watkins inside me and he's telling me what to do. I have a lot of voices inside me. Don't send the guys with the butterfly nets to arrest me and take me to the places where they give you the straight jackets. In all seriousness, I keep going because I don't think this was an accident. I don't think that it was a mistake to give me these skill sets and give me the desire to fight the things that I know I'm weak at. A writer who can't read or spell at anything higher than a third or fourth grade level. And that's only during the time of day that 
my medication is helping me keep that focus. Some people it'll be easy because that's their path. Other people like me, it's going to be hard and that's their path. And maybe we got to choose that before we came here. Before we walked onto this planet through the mothership. You see that as a dual meaning. It's like an alien ship, but it's also your mother. She was a ship that brought you to this planet. Maybe we chose it. Maybe we didn't. Maybe it was chosen for us. But I know that satisfaction is derived from pushing against the walls of your discomfort. And I see every day my friends who say every day, tomorrow I'll start. But tomorrow is the eighth day of the week. It doesn't exist. Never has. Read the power now, Eckhart Tolle. He'll explain it better than I can. Not a sponsor. The life you were intended for exists in a dimension that you can make real. And you know how to do it. That's what none of those self-help books would ever say. They couldn't. And they've changed the name a lot. Self-development, personal development, whatever it is. I like to think of myself as a life consultant. So you don't have to do anything with my advice. Listen to it. Take what you like. Get rid of what you don't. I'm telling you right now, without any doubt whatsoever, you were meant for something. Maybe you're doing it. Maybe it was to have the kids you have. I don't know. But my guess is you're not doing it right now, either enough or at all. My words find the ears that need to drink them. That's right, I said you're drinking my words through your ears. If not now, when? If not here, where? If not you, who? I told you, I think last episode, you can change the world. Someone does. For a little while there, people were changing the world for the worse. I think there's a massive imbalance in this country between the wealthy class and the rest of us. I think they have made up a race war to get us to fight amongst each other so that they can continue to steal money while we bicker over our skin pajamas that mean nothing. Unless you want it to mean something. That is what Psycho News is going to be about. I'm going to be tackling the issues of today with my producer, who you'll hear about later, and telling you how to wear the armor against the world that is bombarding us, even if we don't go on social media and even if we don't watch TV. That'll be Psycho News. And that's coming soon. But I want to leave you with what the intention of this episode was. Summer's in the air because it's almost spring and daylight savings time is here if you live near me. Or in the hemisphere I do. The best hemisphere in the world. I had a guy today tell me 
that I had to be in front of a class of 50 people, albeit on Zoom, but I had to make up on the fly an entirely different person who exists, breathes, eats, sleeps. And I could. I take the world of the imagination seriously. I take fantasy seriously. I take dreaming seriously. Because to me, the things that come from nowhere and arrive in your brain, maybe they are more significant than the stuff that's out there that's being forced down your throat, that's trying to aim you in a direction that makes someone money. There's a tickle in the back of your brain that occurred at some point during this episode that told you, you know what Jet is talking about. You know what he is trying to get you to do. It's no accident that you're listening to him right now. What are the odds? They're very low. I do no advertising. I'm not a celebrity. This is not a murder show, which is the most popular thing in the world on uh, podcasts. So listen to that voice in the back of your head. I have given you a spark that has ignited a fire. You can put it out and go to sleep. That's an option. Or you can see where it takes you. Thank you for walking down the psychopath with me this evening. I am out of good old-fashioned words. Sorry. The bag is empty. And I'll talk to you next time. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and rate our show. Also, recommend it to people. If you heard this episode and it meant something to you, it'll mean something to someone else. We know that's awkward. We know it may even feel a little weird, but imagine if someone you send this episode to gets inspired. That'd be pretty incredible. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.